0: 31 hey hey party people What up?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what is up my party people <laughs> hello fellow youths
0: <laughs> hello youths of the world
1: <laughs> oh man we're pretty cool people um awesome episode 31 yeah uh we are officially in our 30s now um so that's cool and yeah what have you been up to today
0: Oh, I've really just been chilling. I've had a like fairly busy weekend. So today was kind of nice because I just like didn't do a whole lot. Love um, it. But yeah, I'll probably be talking about that later on the show. What I did want to discuss a piece of business on my end mm. and I can talk about it more later. But I thought it'd be fun to start it at the beginning of the show because we might like check progress on it during. So the one girl I saw Friday uh, hasn't texted me back quite yet. Okay. I was going to get your opinion. What if I send her a picture of my butt Mm. because then like by the end of the podcast we can see if she like texts back or not if that like Yeah, we her could do like text. a
1: live experiment right yeah you think she'd be into it what was the well, vibe friday well it's,
0: that's what i meant like it was first date we got like second base and she mm-hmm. feels like i seem like she seems fairly like down like in general so like i don't know usually like that early i wouldn't like go for it but i feel like this might be appropriate
1: was she grabbing the butt at all? Was she getting like a little squeezy in there?
0: She wasn't very squeezy on me.
1: That's disappointing.
0: I know. Hmm.
1: But you were squeezy but on her.
0: I was squeezy on her. Squeeze, squeeze. Yeah.
1: Sorry sorry for using the term squeezy. That's probably like deeply offensive to our listeners, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, I mean, yeah, like, cause this is a girl that you don't feel like, like, like nah. a strong romantic connection with. So I mean, like, yeah i say fuck it i say send it let's see what happens we'll do a live experiment
0: so the one with the yoga mat where i'm like on my like head
1: yeah that that took freaking skill that that's the one that we showed nicholas and he was like well i've seen joe's butt now but (laughs) so (laughs) should i send
0: any like context with it or just send the photo
1: i don't know i mean should you send a message with it or is it like better to just not
0: so I did yesterday, I sent like, how was your day? And she never responded. So like, mm-hmm. I feel like if she's going to respond, I got to have some spice. And I feel like maybe just the photo is good because then like she can respond on her end without me like adding really anything. What do you think?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think just like leave it as a gray area. Just send it, see what happens. Okay. Yeah, let's do Sounds it. Sounds
0: good. All right, we're doing it. Three, two, one, here we go. All right, we'll check in with it and see Uh if we uh, get any response to it,
1: blast off, love it. Okay, great. This is a fun, uh, fun little live experiment. I'm loving it. Awesome. Well, that's cool. cool. It
0: delivered. Yeah.
1: Great. Um, so keep us posted, and we'll do a check in. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: well, I sorry we're starting a little later than we wanted to today because I was, you know, doing the most san diego thing ever i was at the beach and <laughs> i got i got on to get ready to record and i was like sorry i was just at the beach today way longer than i thought i would be
0: yeah i was not mad that you were late because like i was doing <laughs> other stuff but it was just when you were like uh i'm at the beach i'm like bitch it's like 33 degrees out here that's not cool
1: i know it's like 60 and sunny here um it, I laugh at myself because when I, everything I say about what I do on the weekends is just so ridiculous sounding. Um, we definitely joked this morning that we were all, you know, basically training for like Real Housewives of La Jolla um, because me and Kim, friend of the pod, and our friend Rachel went and we've been going and doing yoga at the beach um, on like weekend mornings and we're trying to go every weekend because we're like grossly out of shape. So um, <laughs> we, we go and do yoga by the beach, which is in itself ridiculous. And we just look very like La Jolla housewives. Um, and then I also walk on the beach afterwards. And here's the part that's the worst. I have these super bougie um, like wrist weights that I wear And I literally do like arm exercises, like as I'm walking on the beach, I am like that lady, like full on. So it's really embarrassing, but I don't give a fuck. Um, I am just out here working on my fitness. So that was my day so far. Um, but yeah, like I'm a little, little sandy. Lady
0: workout team. That's that's cute.
1: Yeah. We are we are legit training future real housewives of La Jolla. It we're we're putting in the work. <laughs> I mean, you know, technically like we are we are soon to be like, you know, the wives of La Jolla. Like I am engaged, Rachel's engaged, Kim is married, and we all live in the La Jolla area. So I mean technically we're not posers <laughs> our husbands are just future husbands husbands are just not wealthy at this point so we're working on that <laughs> um but maybe hey, when someday
0: the, when the pod blows up you know yeah I mean? You don't even well, need no man. It's we, we can make that podcast money.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, that, that's the funny thing about like a lot of the Real Housewives is like, honestly, like most of the Real Housewives are the wealthy partner, like in their relationship because like they've made money from like the reality shows that they're on. So it's kind of ironic. Like a lot of them like are either like, like separated, divorced, single, like have a husband who's like a bum or something. Like, yeah, like a, it's it's kind of ironic that like the Housewives are actually like, the breadwinners, so anyway, um, so that's my update. Um, I do have, of course, I have army hammer updates, but that's actually going to be um, in the second half of the pod because I truly am creating an army hammer critical analysis club corner um, because more and more just keeps coming out and I don't wanna do it in the intro. So we will get to that a little bit later, but I do have updates.
0: I had a creative name for the uh, army hammer corner Tell me. Uh do you ever did you ever watch the movie uh like uh, with Johnny Depp and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio? Like what's eating Gilbert Grape?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen it.
0: I was thinking call on the corner, like what's eating Army Hammer because he's a cannibal.
1: <laughs> I love that. <laughs>
0: okay, <laughs> perfect.
1: <laughs> oh man. Um yeah so we will have our what's eating army hammer corner um a little bit later um but don't you worry i i brought those updates as always oh, nice. <laughs> i know this is the story that just keeps on giving like it does not stop so we'll get into it um but yeah you're ready to do our stories
0: yeah it's uh, odd numbers that means i'm up first this week yeah. Am I right all right cool Okay. So this one has everything that I love and I'm very happy. I'm going to do the Reddit story first and then do the Craigslist ones just because like, I don't know, I really enjoyed the Craigslist ones. So it's all part of the plan. So the lady starts with says, I want to preface this by saying that Ben Shapiro sucks and I am in no way attracted to him, which is why that this is such a momental fuck up. I have found myself extremely amused by all the Ben Shapiro memes that have been going around. I found the interview where he said in the response to Megan Thee Stallion's WAP that his doctor wife told him that women didn't get what absolutely hilarious. That's about the extent of knowledge and familiarity I have with him and his viewpoints. The other night I met up for a Tinder date. Things were going really well and we ended up going to bed together. This is not suitable for worth, and sorry for the TMI, but he said, you're so wet, to which my brain, for some reason, decided this sexy moment was perfect time to crack a joke. My brain goes, don't tell Ben Shapiro, is what I wanted to say. With all my might, I tried to force this comment down, not wanting to bring up Ben Shapiro during sex for the first time with this guy, and succeeded in not letting it rise to the surface but my idiot self was so amused by the dumb joke I had made in my head that I felt a laugh bubbling up inside. Now, most men don't really feel so good when a woman laughs in their face right after they've gotten undressed. So I was really trying hard to divert that laugh in whatever way I could and decided to try and let it out as a seductive sigh. But clearly the raging conflict and suppression I was engaged in caught his attention of my sexual partner and he stopped and said, what? My brain was in such a state of disarray that the seductive sigh came out. As I answered his response in the most basic terms possible, "Ben Shapiro," I moaned. And his expression—no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> his expression was indescribable: shock, uncertainty, revulsion—all across his face at the same split second. We, we still did the deed, but he didn't finish LMAO. I felt like even if I tried to explain myself, there's no fixing it. Haven't heard from him since. Uh, yeah.
1: Oh. <laughs> by the way, she
0: wants to point out that this happened mid-sex after a momentarily pause and we went back to business. I was kind of frozen up by what occurred by the time I remained my senses, and seemed like I'd been digging up my own grave deeper if I brought it back up. Um, yeah so neither one of them have like reached out since but yeah I just I loved it so much
1: wow that is the most unfortunate thing I have heard my goodness
0: I would like I would be so happy if someone moaned Ben Shapiro like out of like laughing about it that would make my night i don't know if i could go back to sex honestly but like that would make me so happy it
1: would ruin the mood but like in the best way possible oh yeah yeah oh my god that's so funny
0: (laughs) i like that the dude like kept at it though like i know he was just
1: like yeah okay
0: (laughs) ben shapiro and he's just like well that was weird anyway (laughs) oh my god
1: Oh my gosh. It's like in, um, you know, the Lonely Island, um, Jack Sparrow with Michael, you know, where they're like, that was kind of weird, but we're back in the club. club. Like (laughs) that's what I picture. (laughs) Uh, Wow. That's stunning. Um, thank you for that.
0: Mm, Yeah.
1: (laughs) All right. So my first one is short and sweet, but a little disturbing. Um, so, I have not been impressed with the San Diego vibes lately on Craigslist. Um, So, you know, I was inspired by your exploration. So we're back in DC. Um, I went on their misconnections and oh boy, I... I knew DC was wild when I lived there, but like their Craigslist is like a whole other level. So I may, this may just become like a DC Craigslist podcast I don't even now. care. Whenever
0: I searched through it, I found some really good stuff. Like something yeah. that wasn't like podcast worthy, but like I truly enjoyed it.
1: Quality content. Yeah, yeah, they're cranking it out. So here goes the first one. The title is just breastfeeding and it's in Capitol Heights, which is a neighborhood of, uh, of DC. <laughs> what more do you need? <laughs> I know, it's all you need to know nutritious and delicious (laughs) and it goes i'm looking for someone special to come over and drink from my 34 triple d's reply with
0: a pick oh i thought like it was a guy wanting to breastfeed but like no no, no, so this
1: is that's why i thought it was interesting is it's the other way around it's actually Uh. a woman who is presumably breastfeeding who wants to breastfeed like a fully grown man like, she's into it.
0: Huh. I well, have not seen that
1: one before. That was a no, fun plot either. twist. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a guy looking for it. And I'm like, I mean, that's gross. But like, yeah, it seems like a fetish people would have. Um, But no, it's actually huh. for her pleasure, apparently.
0: Interesting. Um, yeah. There was like a play in New York a few years back where they were trying to audition uh, I guess they had the girl part, but they were trying to get a guy who was willing to, like, suck breast milk on stage. Oh. Yeah. So.
1: How, how did that work out for them?
0: I don't know. I never really, like, looked too far into it. I wish I would have, like, known what the context was. It was, like, he dying and she was, like, trying to nourish him? Or, like... It didn't really seem like it was, like, blatantly sexual, but for whatever reason, I can't get that out of my brain.
1: Yeah, like, I... As usual... I'm not mad, I just have some questions. Um, but that's intriguing. And I want to know more about the overall story of that play. Um, but anyway. Cool. Yeah. So that's my first one. An interesting, um, interesting fetish. Yeah.
0: So uh I've been seeing a lot of these like kind of like Craigslist misconnections. But they're like almost the opposite they're like craigslist like fuck offs but like i don't care i kind of like them so here, wow, here's another better. here's another fuck off so the title's odd i think it might be like kind of boomery so the title is like re like reply christy and like that's it on the like title so it's okay. like she's replying but i never saw like the original message so i don't know what she's replying to but anyway
1: replying to someone named christy okay
0: she, here we go. We start right away. I think you're a total piece of crap. And should...
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. That's great. Great opening.
0: It just goes right in. no. Yeah, no like, starting off with a up. bang. <laughs> and should I don't appreciate your girlfriend and stop running around while trying to get someone else to run around? That was all one sentence. There was like 20, 20 thoughts in there, but
1: oh, we can
0: dissect. All right. Here's my favorite part. You truly are a maggot. Have a wonderful day. And then then it's done.
1: A maggot.
0: You truly are a maggot. Yeah. You truly
1: are a maggot. What a diss.
0: That's a great diss though. Like, honestly, props to this woman. Like, I like it a lot.
1: This, if you set this to a sick beat, this could like be the sickest diss track. Written this year, honestly, like it, it's up there. I really like it.
0: I do too. There's a lot of thoughts. I wish you would organized it more, but like, truly, I love the spirit of it, and I like the like, kind of like waspy send off of like right after you diss someone, you're like, have a wonderful day, like thanks be to Jesus, like I hate you, but like I'm gonna throw in like a little nice pleasant tree. Oh, I love it
1: when people do that though. That's such a like, honestly, like such a southern thing to do. I feel like like that's very. That's very like, oh, bless your heart, you piece of shit. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I love that vibe. That's fantastic. I do too. That one just well, made my day. Beautiful maggot. That's my new favorite diss.
0: You maggot.
1: You maggot.
0: <laughs> I was thinking like a like an army guy yelling it, but like some like little waspy lady. Like I don't know. It's like even funnier to me.
1: Yeah, no, it's true. I picture like a drill sergeant saying that, but then like it's adorable when it's just like a sweet little like Southern housewife. <laughs> so good. All right. My next one is also from the DC Craigslist Misconnections. The title is Truthful Conversation, and it's in Alexandria, which is a suburb of DC. <laughs> and it goes just a chill dude who recently got out of a relationship. I'm an African-American male, age 27, average body, 100% clean. I aim to please, but would rather converse openly about that through emails. I also have keek, but I'll provide that later on. Smiley face. Some of my interests include grabbing a few drinks and just hanging out and laughing and eating. My reason for this post is that I'm seeking a female friend who wouldn't mind possibly growing into a friends with benefits type of situation. Even if that doesn't happen, a cool ass friend would be fine. Just tell me what you want up front. In all caps, the next part, please understand I want to develop the friendship. This isn't a meetup right now post. (laughs) And it goes back to normal. I'd like to converse through email or on the phone to see if we vibe before we jump to anything else. I can't really guarantee more because I don't permanently live in the area Anyway, if you do happen to read all of this, please reply with your favorite TV show. So I know you're real. Either way, have a wonderful day.
0: Interesting.
1: So this seems like very genuine and actually like wholesome, which is kind of funny to me. Um, He literally is like, please don't try to hook up with me. I want to be friends. Like, I'm just like, that's like adorably wholesome. Honestly, I feel like he's in the wrong place like, I feel like it's a bit misplaced when you're putting it on Craigslist misconnections and that's what you're looking for. But like, good for him for getting out there.
0: <laughs> yeah, honestly, like, it's never like, yeah, Craigslist is not really the place for like a deep connection. But I mean, like, I I appreciate it, though. Like, I mean,
1: it's I don't, sweet. I don't, I don't like, dis- well.
0: like dislike his vibe at all.
1: No, I like the vibe. It seems sweet. It seems wholesome. I just think maybe he's a little um, misplaced in like where he's, uh, you know, trying to find these eligible ladies. Um, I also love reply with your favorite TV show. So I know you're real. Like, are you saying like uh, something else like couldn't respond with a favorite TV show? Yeah. So I know you're real. Like, well, I feel like maybe you need more than that, but nice try. (laughs)
0: Yeah that's not like terribly I mean I guess it's just like a conversation starter since he's like putting it out there I mean like I think that helps too because I've seen that like on like dating apps too or it kind of gives you like a prompt or something like that so maybe that's what he's trying to go for but yeah
1: that's nice yeah, yeah. so that is that is the story with him so I hope he finds what he's looking for
0: Poor I do guy. Too. Yeah. <laughs> all right let's see what do I got oh yeah so this one's very wholesome Love it. This happened at the Cadence Liberty Walmart. I don't know where that is, but anyway. All right. So it's a couple. We were, hi, Thomas. We were looking for friends (laughs) and thought you were probably a lot like us. That is judging a book by its cover though. I spotted you before uh, at Christmas at customer service and you had the same aesthetic as my girlfriend has. You even walked the same when you were working. I headed to find her and tell her about you but when I got to her, you happened to walk right past the end of the aisle and they popped their head up in the split second and said, my people. Since then, we have gone through your line a couple of times uh, where you and my girlfriend exchange compliments with one another regarding hair. We are sort of social phobic and didn't want to bother you at work, but we wanted to invite you over to hang out and maybe play board games or maybe cards against humanity. Bring your boyfriend and or girlfriend, Board games are better with more players. There is something about you that just screams that you would be the kind of person we would be friends with. Our nerd slash geek interests include, but are no way limited to, board games, d and computer games, art, SCA, Ren Fairs, conventions, uh, one of us likes craps and the other likes TV movie marathons. We're into other geeky things too and open to learning about your interests. The last time I saw you, I was alone and happened to be shopping a few feet from you when you were inquiring about changing your career path choice with two people. It was hard not to overhear. To verify it is you, can you tell me what area you wanted to change to? We had finally decided to at least try to invite you to hang out, but then we stopped seeing you all together. And that's the end of the story.
1: That is so wholesome. It's very wholesome. It's wow, just a couple. Just who,
0: nerds.
1: Just wanted yeah. to hang out with other nerds. I love it. Basically,
0: there's like a Walmart worker, I guess, who like dyed her hair. They felt like they were on the same vibe and wanted to like chill. And I really like it. It seems so nice.
1: Oh, that's really I sweet. <laughs> I love that. I, I hope they find each other. That's just I really do too. cute.
0: <laughs>
1: love it. All right. Well, my last one is a found in the wild one. And this is actually a, um, an Instagram message that I received. You know how you get the filtered ones when it's like from someone you don't know, and it's like a message request and you can either like accept or block or whatever. So <laughs> this is one that I received the other day to my personal Instagram account. And I just thought it was so funny. I, I need to read it to y'all. Um, so it comes from a user whose name is fanny samamco but like when i first looked at it i thought it was like fanny's in my cooch. and i was like <laughs> what so anyway <laughs> the message goes and this was out of the blue unprovoked again i say don't follow this person or anything namaste fellow energy worker i found you by looking at some followers on other spiritual pages that i also follow smiley face I'm reaching out because the December 21st Saturn and Jupiter conjunction in Aquarius meant we are officially in the golden age and it's all about sharing and abundance in the golden age. So I wanted to bring your attention to a page called at humanity enlightened that has an amazing plan and the means to create a new earth using sustainable resources and high technology that operates on free energy. The best part is it's integrated and balanced with nature. They recently had a very successful giveaway event to bring attention and fuel to the fire of this exciting plan. Since the last one did so well, they're doing another huge giveaway event right now. They're giving away Dragonheart Labradorite healing talismans for free to all energy workers to offer energetic protection during this great shift until they run out of stock. I'm sharing this with you not only because I believe And then the message cuts off because it was too long. (laughs) So it it kept going apparently, but it got cut off. Um, So that's that. Um, Some interesting stuff about a new earth. (laughs) So like I maybe this is just because I recently watched the Heaven's Gate <laughs> documentary, but I feel like this person's in a cult and I feel like they're trying to recruit me.
0: <laughs> yeah. Or I don't know. It's like, also, it's very like hippie though, but Heaven's it, Gate was too.
1: Yeah, Except so, Heaven's Gate
0: was like, we're not going to fuck, but like, and then everyone was like, all right, well, I'm out. Sorry. <laughs>
1: That's no, going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> yeah. um, Yeah. So parts of this are just kind of like hippy dippy, like Southern California stuff, you know? And I'm kind of like, okay, yeah, I see where you're coming from. Like it references like astrology and like, I, I do enjoy astrology. Um, you know, it references like healing crystals and stuff, which I, I'm not into, but I get that. Like, that's like astrology adjacent. People are also into that. That's popular, whatever. But like, the, the golden age and the the new earth and the the balanced energy i was just like this is sounding like a heaven's gate style cult now yeah. you're talking about like creating like a new system on earth basically so for that reason i'm out <laughs> but it is definitely an intriguing message one of the better random spam messages i've gotten on instagram i'll say that most of them are just like come look at my hot naked sex or whatever and I'm like yeah I am also a female and I'm straight so probably not the best targeting but thank you (laughs) ma'am yep
0: huh interesting yeah I was gonna say probably your like astrology stuff where you're like ah it's a believer
1: I know just just because I post some Leo memes like they're like oh she's one of us and I'm like
0: I'm let's not, draw though. a line there though
1: <laughs> oh man all right well but that was all of them right
0: that was all of them okay so update she read it but she has not responded to it
1: <laughs> oh no <laughs> this plan may have backfired
0: <laughs> she just read it like five minutes ago so I don't maybe know.
1: she's thinking of something witty to say or maybe she's like taking some time to process i mean we did hit her with that out of the blue
0: We did, she didn't read the other message, so that at least got her attention nonetheless.
1: (laughs) You have my attention, (laughs) love it. All right, well, we'll take a quick break then, and when we come back, we'll get to our random topics.
0: All right, sounds good. Are you tired of going to sleep at night and having uninteresting dreams? Well, you should try taking prescription drugs for anxiety and depression. I can attest, this last weekend, I had a dream that my boss broke into my apartment to fire me. When I woke up, I couldn't really tell if it was real or not, although that Minotaur in the corner of the room really should have been a giveaway. Use offer code casual, and you'll get a look of passive boredom as you go on a 10-minute rant about your dreams to your best friend. Oh wait, you're a listener to this show. Eh, damn. That means you're probably already on those bills.
1: And we are back. And to start us off, uh, we are going to have a little uh, little personal update corner from Joe, who's going to tell us about his recent dating adventures.
0: Yeah. So I want to tell you about this one specifically, and I was waiting to do it on the pod. So... Excellent.
1: We love like a, a real-time reaction.
0: <laughs> so, Okay there's this girl. She also went to to TU on a dating app. And so, like, we've been talking a little bit. uh, I showed you to her. She's pretty cute. She, like, works at an art gallery, stuff like that. The chemistry wasn't, like, super great, I'll be honest. But, like, she was cute. So, I was like, all right, well, I'll go for it. And so, after, like, a week or so of talking, I was just like, do you want to meet up? And usually, my COVID opener to like meeting up is, do you want to go to dinner? Or then I offer, if they have a dog, let's meet a dog park with the dogs or just like park in general, just because like outdoors people like are really sensitive to that. Some people don't want to do dinner. Mm -hmm. So I said that and she responded like five days later. She kind of like, I know she's cute. So she like was hasn't really been on like hinge that often. So it wasn't like super weird, but she said, Hey, sorry for the extremely delayed response. Work has been a little crazy this week. I would normally be down to grabbing coffee or meeting in a park, but because of COVID, I'm not very comfortable doing that at the moment. Hopefully, in a few months, when the vaccine is more available, it'll be safer to do so. Okay. So I couldn't tell if she was like blowing me off, like postponing like meeting, like legitimately for a couple months. Or like, what was her vibe? And so I responded back, like, do you want to just like check in like in a couple months or we could also like video chat too, just to like see what she was wanting to do. Cause I don't know, it was a really odd response. Usually if they're not interested, they'll just like not reply. But she was like fairly specific of like, I don't want to do anything with COVID maybe in a couple months. So what is your thoughts exactly? It just
1: seems like a weird... Like, if she was into you, I feel like she would make something happen. Like, she would be like, oh, but we could, like, hop on Zoom or, like, yeah, yeah, we could meet outside, like, socially distanced with masks. Like, there are ways to still be, you know, very safe and even with COVID, even if you're, like, truly taking, like, max level precautions um, to still, like, go on, like, a date. So I feel like... Unless she's just like super paranoid, like she's blowing you off. But in that case, like, why is she even on dating apps? That's what I was like. If she to get. like if she's that way with everyone, like, is she talking to a bunch of people and then being like, okay, see you in like six months? Like, <laughs> doesn't seem that's, like an effective dating strategy.
0: That's what I wasn't getting because like if she was just blowing me off, like, just don't respond. Like she was legit yeah. waited. She waited like five days to say that. Like she could have easily just like not have responded. So I don't know. It's odd to me. Cause like, I think the longest I've gone like between like really like talking with someone is like maybe like two weeks, maybe three at the most. Cause usually like, I don't know for, I just like move on and find someone new to talk to. I don't really like focus too much on like people I've talked to. Like,
1: And like, you haven't talked to her then. that much. Like, how would you even know that she is like, you know, worth waiting like several months for? Like, what are you going to do in the meantime? Like, what if you just like, meet someone else in the meantime like I don't (laughs) I just don't know what she thinks is going to come of this
0: that is like she works at an art gallery so like it's not like she's just like you know like working from home wait so she's not like
1: she's not like a shut-in so like why isn't she dating yeah like that's what I don't get like people have weird lines they're willing to draw with COVID that don't make sense to me like people are like oh like yeah, like we don't leave the house. Like we're not even doing our own grocery shopping. Oh, but like my kids are going to school. And I'm like, oh, okay, but like what? <laughs> like, you know, like people draw really weird lines. And I'm just like, but that doesn't make sense. Like, I mean, avoiding certain things and like straight up not doing them. But if, but if you're still going out doing other things, just like, like logistically, like does not make sense to me. I don't get it. Like, do you know people like that? Cause I know some people like that. And I'm just like, but like, what are you? Doing like that just doesn't make sense. <laughs>
0: like, yeah, the funniest thing to me is like the most sensitive person I know is like our age, like with COVID, is our age, and she's a waitress. And I'm like, but you like see people like non-stop.
1: But you literally work in a restaurant, which is like one of the most dangerous places, like right. for getting COVID. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, and yeah. Granted, like she needs the money. Like, I don't, I'm not like shaming her in terms of like work and stuff like that but at the same time it's just like I don't get why you're like you do things at work where then like when you're we're like out it's like oh no like we need to stay like six feet apart and like really strict like personal lines and I'm like okay I know you don't do this at work
1: (laughs) yeah for real like (laughs) You're like clearing people's tables and like touching utensils that they've literally licked. Like, <laughs> okay, yeah. like I've been a server. I know how that goes. Like, <laughs> So yeah, that's cool. Um, Yeah, I just don't understand it. So that's weird. I don't know. I don't know if the girl's just a weirdo or if she's just like blowing you off, but like trying to be polite about it and not just like ghost you. But I, I don't know. I wouldn't mess with her.
0: No, no, no. I was kind of already like, I wasn't trying super hard to begin with she was just like kind of cute so I was like all right we'll see what happens and like that was basically my vibe all along so whenever that happened I was more just like confused by it than like either disappointed upset or anything like that so it was just a topic for the pod that's pretty much like what the uh relationship uh came down to
1: nice nice yeah that's a that's an odd one and I mean like I respect people like Doing whatever they're comfortable with with COVID I mean like if you want to take like maximum precautions and stuff like great that's fantastic that's like what you should be doing probably like I I can't be that extreme about it because I would go crazy but like I mean depending on your comfort level with COVID and everything like sure but if you're making these like weird arbitrary rules about like what you will and won't do that's yeah. where I get confused I'm like mm, but are you being careful actually though or like what's going on here like (laughs) I'm trying to take like a reasonably safe approach to everything but like I'm still like going in public because I I can't go crazy like I'm like I need to like go out in the world (laughs) like I'm sorry
0: (laughs) yeah like my thing is consistency I don't really like judge too much people especially like I've had the times where like I need to get out and stuff like that but like Like, I got into, like, one friend where he was just like, oh, I don't really want to see you because, like, a COVID right now. And I'm like, motherfucker, you were licking doorknobs, like, a month ago. And now you're being, like, all safe and precautious. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, that's bullshit.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or it's, like, the people who are super cautious, but then they just fucking go on a vacation. And I'm like, are you kidding me? (laughs) Oh, Uh, I can't. Gosh. Anyway. um, Well, cool. Well, thank you for the dating life update um our next story is (laughs) not from your dating life but just from your um your your social life and it is in fact a story about me
0: (laughs) yeah so it's funny um I think I talked about it last week I have like one friend uh from college that I have in uh overland park so yeah i think we're at the we finally moved up we're out of acquaintance territory we're like solidly going to friend territory so okay it's good. so you, you
1: you've you decided yeah. now we're at that level you're like well he's not really a friend but like now he is okay <laughs>
0: it's like we had like one time we met up so i don't feel like it's solid but we had like two met meetups we hung out yesterday for like seven hours and we planned like a third time so i'm like all right like we're i feel like that's solid friend territory now yeah just, no like,
1: you're you're at that one level. time <clears throat> mm-hmm. yeah that's fair
0: So um, yeah, so last time I met, I knew that he knew a friend of Sarah's because they both rode in high school. So it's pretty hard to like not know someone in like Tulsa high school rowing rowing at the same age and like you know our chemistry teacher too so it was was also like
1: a rowing coach like the crew team or whatever so yeah it's a small community like they know each other
0: (laughs) yeah it's a small world and so I was like well that's neat and so then like when I was talking to him yesterday I brought Sarah up somehow in the conversation and so then his response was like oh Sarah Cranow and like I was like the hell do you know Sarah (laughs) And like, I knew the rowing thing, but I was, like, okay, like, you got to tell me. He's just, like, yeah, like, John tried to set me up with her in high school, and I was, like, I was just, like, stunned, and I was, like, wait, what age was this? And so he was, like, 16, like, and then, like, I laughed even more, because I'm, like, well, like, 16 was, like, the age, like, we primarily, like, dated, too. Yeah. And I think, like, you're also, like, somewhat talking to, like, John a little bit, too, at that time or something. Like, was that at the same time, too?
1: Yeah, so, like this so let me just say that like when i heard this story this came as a shock to me i was like well, what, a, what an interesting story about me i was like how intriguing <laughs> did i um i had no memory of this <laughs> and joe told me this yesterday and i was like confused and shocked and then this deep repressed memory started to kind of bubble up a little bit when he told me he like sent me a picture of this guy and like from roughly high school age he was like here's like an old picture of him like from his facebook like and i was like okay i recognize this guy like i have seen this picture i think and like his name sounded a little familiar and i was like shit i think you're right i think i did talk to this guy although i do not remember talking to this guy like i i i don't doubt that it did happen i just for whatever reason totally don't remember and it never really went anywhere. Like I never met him in person or anything. I think we just like texted maybe a little bit and it just, for whatever reason, like didn't work out. But like that checks out because around that time, I, like you said, I think I was pretty busy. Like, I think we were like, kind of like on again, off again. And then like, I'm sure there was some Nicholas bullshit thrown in there cause he was like always in the mix in high school. Um, so I was probably like talking to Nicholas and then
0: uh, there think I think that was, was junior, also yeah, there's a junior year and there's a junior year into too at that time.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. So there was another guy I was kind of dating at that time. Um but he ended up actually da- He actually lives,
0: he lives where I live right now too. He lives is where funny. you live
1: and he actually broke up with me to get with his best female friend. And she is the one who originally set the two of us up. Like she set us up and then he, we broke up and he started dating her and they are literally still together to this day. So good for them, but um, no, so he was in the mix. And then um, like, I was also, I think like low-key hooking up with John like himself, like at this point. So that's the confusing part is I'm trying to remember why the hell John was trying to set me up with his friend when like we were hooking up. What is going on here? So I don't understand at all. Um, but this is fascinating. This is news to me. Um, yeah, wild times.
0: Those wild times. Huh. Yeah. But yeah, I just thought it was so weird. like one friend that I knew from like college, like also like vaguely knew you. So like it was just really weird to me too, where I'm just like, my God, it's a small world. It
1: is such a small world that's like blowing my mind. Yeah. And now like that's so funny that he like remembers my name and everything though like that's crazy like i could not have, i didn't even know i was talking to this guy so i clearly did not he, remember his name
0: he did like look at my facebook like before we met up and so like i'm sure like on my facebook feed somewhere like you're mentioned quite quite often because like i don't do shit on facebook so right
1: that's valid i tag you in like everything so yeah. that that makes sense that's really funny though. It's just so weird. So, thank you. I love it when you tell me stories about myself. Um, please continue if you if you know come up with any other things that I've done in the past. I would love to hear about them.
0: <laughs> if I meet like a like acquaintance that happened to have like almost dated you at some point, I'll let you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's just that's hilarious um and i'm also gonna have to grill john a little bit now and figure out why he was trying to set me up with his friend because i honestly do not remember so i'm gonna need to ask. yeah give us an update i'll i'll get i'll talk to him and i'll get an update and we'll we'll share it on the pod next time because i am just as curious as you are I don't know i think me and john knew that we were just kind of like friends with benefits like we knew that we would never date or anything we're just kind of like friends so i maybe that was it but um yeah who knows so weird i don't
0: know yeah i want an update on this just because i'm like vaguely curious what his response is but anyway, all right we'll cool. see
1: yeah i know we'll scope it out <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness all right well next up i have our um what's eating army hammer corner <laughs>
0: He tried to eat, but then he's getting eaten. Ha ha, what's going on with ARMY?
1: (laughs) Ha ha, what is up? (laughs) Um, All right, so uh, like I've said, I I did not want this to turn into really an ARMY Hammer podcast necessarily, but this is truly the story that keeps on giving. Um, More stuff just keeps coming out. So- To my surprise, I was listening to a podcast um, earlier this week. And when the episode dropped, I was thrilled um, because the special guest on this podcast this week that I listened to is Paige Lorenz, who is the girl, the main girlfriend, one of the ones that came forward, who has been giving interviews about how Army wanted to literally cook her rib. Like it is that girl. And okay. the girl that I was talking about who got the A carved into her, like all of that stuff from that interview, it's that girl. So the podcast for reference, if anyone wants to go listen to it, is um, Sophia with an F. And there's some backstory to that. But um, basically Call Her Daddy Like, had like a fiery breakup of the two co-hosts like a while back. Um, it's a very popular podcast, um, is these two girls. They got in a huge fight and over contract negotiations and stuff. Um, they split one girl kept the original call her daddy podcast and does it solo now. And then, um, the other girl went off and started her own show. Um, Sophia with an F. So this is her podcast now. And I actually like her better. I think they're both like, I think they both did some shitty stuff in the breakup, but, um, I think the other girl ultimately did kind of like screw her over. So I I like this girl better. I like her personality. I think she's just like more sincere. Um, and her podcast is actually very interesting and I like it now, but, um, yeah so she had Paige lorenz this girl who was army's ex-girlfriend on the pod and it was just like an hour-long talk with her and it was fascinating like this girl's really interesting so a few facts about her she's basically like an influencer type girl i mean she's She kind of seems like a bimbo up front. I was like, yeah, you're just like a, like a YouTube (laughs) thought basically. Um, And she's really young too, is the other thing. She's 22, like she is a baby. Oh Um, geez,
0: that's young. She's really
1: young. But when she started talking, I was like very impressed. I was like, you are very wise beyond your years. And like the stuff she was saying was really interesting and really thoughtful. And I feel like she is coming from a good place, like sharing all of this. basically her angle is she is talking openly about all of this because she doesn't want this to happen to other girls and she thinks that people are not open enough about this sort of thing and like abuse that can happen in relationships and people hide behind this like kind of veil of it being like bdsm or like the kink community and stuff and she wants people to realize that um you know, you can be manipulated into doing this stuff and not be comfortable with it. And it's not actually, you know, normal BDSM if you're not like a willing participant, like if you've essentially kind of been brainwashed or like forced into it. Um, And she's speaking openly about it because she doesn't want it to happen to others. So super interesting. I really liked everything she had to say. Um, She went into like great detail all about her relationship with ARMY, like talking really openly about it most of the key things that i had kind of mentioned already um like the a being carved into her um the 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 removing a rib and eating it thing all of that she went over again um but she also talked a lot and had some interesting points she talked a lot about kind of like how he coerced her into all of this and how she doesn't even remember like the night that he carved the a into her like she the trauma like literally blocked it from her brain like so she Damn. she like does not remember it actually happening it was so traumatic and she's like in therapy now trying to process all this trauma that happened to her but she's like, still really fresh and she honestly doesn't think it's really hit her yet and she's gonna have to come to terms with this over like years probably like how crazy this relationship was um so that's why people are like oh like why didn't she stop him or whatever but like she was saying like, when your body goes through trauma like that, like you literally are like frozen. Like she was like, I don't remember it happening. I, the next day I was like horrified. Like I didn't know to say no. Cause I like my body just shut down. Like basically. Um, and she was talking about like, the rib thing. She gave more details on that. He has a smoker at his house. He literally wanted to smoke the rib. Yeah. He wanted her, he found like a concierge boutique doctor in LA who would do crazy stuff like that. And he was, he literally wanted her to go to this doctor and have her bottom two ribs removed because he said she didn't need them and that this doctor would do it. And he wanted to smoke her ribs in his smoker at home and eat them. And she was like this is insane like at first she was like that's a weird thing to say and then he brought it up multiple times like he was legitimately pushing her to do this and she was finally like this is crazy like i can't do this um he also i'm trying to think what else she said that was like wild she said like right off the bat also like he was kinky like basically like from the start like because the the sofia was asking her she was like did you guys ever have like a normal relationship or like how did this start out and she's like he was kinky like right off the bat like literally the first time we were hanging out he like was like sexually touching my feet like and Mm. then it was like escalated from there like he they had like full sub dom like dynamic so um like basically, this thing called like high protocol, I think is what it's called, where like when they would have like a date or whatever, she would have to come over to his house and wait on her hands and knees at the door. And after a certain amount of waiting, he would come and let her in. He would put a collar on her and walk her crawling on a leash and collar. Hmm. Yes. And just, all kinds of crazy stuff like they had like a full bdsm relationship that she was basically like not really a willing participant in and that's another thing she talks about is she's like i was so like he's so attractive and he's famous and i was just so kind of like intoxicated by him that like this whole dynamic that i just went along with it even though i was not comfortable with it and she's basically saying like you know I didn't say no to this stuff, but I also didn't, wasn't like enthusiastically saying yes. Like I just kind of let it happen, but I wasn't necessarily consenting to it. I just was too scared to say no. And that's like the unfortunate part is she's kind of basically talking about this gray area of like, you know, like I... I wish I had said no, like I didn't say no to any of this, but like, just because I didn't say no, it doesn't mean I was like, really like a willing participant. I was just too scared to speak up. Um, And she also talked about the fact that he repeatedly talks about like wanting to harm women and like wanting to have sex with like, basically like unconscious bodies. Um, And she's like, that's not like, that's not a kink. That's not like a BDSM fetish. Like that is that is like, you want to harm women. Like she was like, he wants to hurt women and is the moral of the story here. Um, And he is not, you know, he's like not subtle about it. So it was a really interesting interview. Um, If you're at all interested in this topic I I highly recommend listening to this interview with her. It was very much worth it. and yeah, I I really appreciate her insight on things and how open and honest she is about it. Um, because I think it's such an important story to tell that like, you know, these relationships, like people are like, oh, like, why don't they just leave? Or like, why don't they say no to these things? Or that's crazy, why would you let someone do that? And like, it's so much more complicated than that. So I think she's very insightful. Um, But that's kind of the other stuff I learned from this interview. So go check out the full interview. Uh, But those are my continued army updates.
0: Yeah, give us some more stuff if you ever have any. It's always very interesting. I like the BDSM stuff also with it. Seems like he's just like a very controlling dude.
1: He is super controlling. That was another thing she said. Yeah, he is extremely controlling. Um, So that's scary. And I mean there's like obviously consenting BDSM relationships where that level of control is like, you know, the sub is agreeing to that and wants that and everyone's in agreement on kind of the terms of the arrangement. But like basically what this girl was saying, like I did not agree to be a sub, like this is not something yeah. that like I wanted, like this just kind of happened and I fell into it and you know, it just got so far out of hand. Um,
0: well, she's also, like, I don't know, was she, like, 20, 21 when this happened?
1: Yeah, I mean, she was, like, 20, 21, like, really young.
0: Yes, I mean, like, that's bad because, like, you're not really, like, at an age where you're, like, super, like, sexually sure what you want or, like, how to express, like, your desires super well. So that's kind of fucked, too, because, like, she's not really at that, like, age where she's, like, super defined and, like, willing to, like, say no to certain things, too.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's very predatory of him to go after young girls like that. I mean, it's not like he's truly like, you know, they're not like underage. He's not like that predator, but they're so, they're so young and like coming from his position of like power and status, there's definitely a very predatory feel to it when he goes after these like young girls who are maybe just getting some amount of fame and recognition. And then like this, you know, a-list star comes up to you and is interested in you like that's it's definitely like a weird power imbalance that makes it creepy for sure yeah
0: because like to me there's a difference between like a 30 year old a-list celebrity like just sleeping with a 20 year old because like he's hot and they're hot and they like just want to like have a fun time versus like basically like sexually manipulating them to like kind of doing what they want them to because they know that they're young and not really like super like loud or vocal about like saying oh yet, so i don't know it's it's definitely weird
1: yeah and she also commented you know a, pe- a lot of people have come at her and said like oh why didn't you come forward with these stories earlier and she's like are you kidding like i like me going up against this a-list star yeah. saying these things like being who i am like are you kidding me like that would just would not have gone well for me she's like w- like no one would have taken me seriously or people would have just laughed at me or people would have been like you're crazy she was like i she came forward after like another girl or two came forward um she can she came forward after that and basically supported it but her stories were even crazier um but she only felt comfortable coming forward because there were other like confirmed sources saying this and she is saying like, yeah, I mean, it's hard if you're like the first one to come forward with these things because no one's going to believe you, especially when it's against like a huge A-list star like that. So um, people are like, I guess, kind of blaming her for saying like, oh, you're just now coming out with this story. And she's like, but what did they realistically think I was going to do prior to this? You know, like (laughs) what was going to happen? Like it was probably going to ruin my career and not his, like that's what would happen. And that's the other frustrating part about just like Honestly, like the, the greater kind of Me Too movement in terms of like Hollywood and celebrities and stuff is that, you know, a lot of women have said this, that like they try to come out and speak out against these powerful men and these abusers and it ruins their career and does nothing to, you know, impact the guy who's the problem. So that's frustrating, but you know yeah. what
0: the I just learned this recently. You know what the most like predatory industry is? It's actually not Hollywood. What is it's, it? It's close to it. Uh, record industry, music.
1: Mm, that's a really bad one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's awful for like female artists.
0: So they said like only 2% of producers are actually female, which is like part of the problem. And kind of like how movies producers have the same thing of like Weinstein where it's like, oh, like he's going to help your career. That's kind of the same thing of like these kind of producers are allowed to like kind of do whatever they want because like it's known that like whatever they do ends up with profit so like no one really cares because like all they care about is like the end result of it oh
1: yeah oh yeah it's super predatory and honestly like a lot of times more so in the music industry because they you have to sign on to labels and get these long contracts and then you're truly like locked in i mean it yeah the music industry kind of operates how like the old school Hollywood studios used to operate. Like now in Hollywood, there's more choice and the actors can do what they want and they don't have to sign these multi-year contracts with one studio like they did in like Judy Garland style, like Hollywood. But um, I mean, the music industry basically still works like that. Like you have to sign on to these record labels and you are just basically sold to them for years on end and they're impossible to break. I mean, Kesha's whole career was derailed by that I mean that's a huge one like Kesha's been very vocal about what happened to her with you know Dr. Luke or whatever who was a monster and I mean it, it just messed up her whole life it's crazy I mean Taylor Swift has also been very vocal about this and how you know her original um record label like wouldn't let her have the you know, the original recordings to her, her old albums and all kinds of craziness with her as well. Um, a lot of people have spoken out about this. Like a lot of women in the industry have said how bad it is, but it it doesn't seem like it's changed, which is really, really frustrating. Um, and also the fact that just, um, you know, the whole debacle this year with the Grammys and the the weekend being snubbed. Um, I yeah. mean, also like the Grammys also have a, music industry in general has a huge race problem as well um along with being super shitty to women um but the weekend was basically snubbed and they kind of brought up this larger discussion of yeah like the the recording industry is so white and so male dominated that like women and minorities like do not have a chance a lot of the time to ever get awards if you're not like lobbied for by these certain people who like run the industry like you will never win a grammy like you will never get these higher level awards like and it's it's bullshit but it's true and it's really sad and i think the 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 drama with the weekend not getting nominated for anything this year brought that to light and kind of exposed like how fucked it is i think people are starting to realize like that these you know these big time award shows and stuff are are bullshit it's all based on just like certain people lobbying for certain things
0: that's That's like every single year with the grammys and the oscars it's all like okay like there's zero diversity what the fuck like well yeah well there's that whole hashtag
1: the like oscars so white or whatever Mm -hmm. that started a few years back and now it's like grammys so white too basically like it's the same thing but um but even like honestly i think the yeah the recording industry is worse for women especially i think even because like not that hollywood is great on women but the recording industry is even worse like they have so little representation and it's just it's super frustrating to like if you just look at the statistics it's like that is infuriating
0: (laughs) so you know the song last year uh say so by doja cat yeah dr luke still working so. no i know
1: and that's the scary part yeah. is he's he's still working and cranking out hits and is in the industry and like even all the crap with kesha didn't like take him down which is yeah. insane like that was so public everyone knows about that everyone knows he's a monster and he's just still there like that's it's so so infuriating i know i just i can't well and also um scooter Braun, the guy that um that Taylor Swift has had a huge deal with Scooter Braun. He has, he's still very successful in the industry. People still work with him. Like he is out there like representing all kinds of people. Like it, it's crazy. Like, even though she has tried so hard to like spread this message about, about him and his basically like, I don't, I wouldn't say he's exactly like a creep. Like he's not really in that category, but he's just like He's predatory in his business ventures. Like he will screw you over. Like he will fuck up your career and like people still work with him. And it's like, how, what are you doing? But he has so much power.
0: I'm going to make a pretty bold claim. Um, and I'm sorry if you have a dear love one with this name, but just don't trust a man named Scooter.
1: Oh God. It's so true. No, yeah, it is. Like,
0: uh,
1: if you're going by Scooter, Scooter professionally, yeah. I have some questions also Dr. Luke is most certainly not a board certified doctor let's just say that like it upsets me that he goes by Dr. Luke
0: (laughs) I know any of these like doctor people I'm just like I get that there's like some funny like jokey thing about it but it also like it's somewhat troublesome when like they don't have a degree or a teacher or anything like that
1: so upsetting. Isn't like Dr. Phil not a real doctor?
0: <laughs> he, he technically is and he technically isn't. Okay. He, he did get the degree, but then also whenever he started doing his bullshit, the Texas board uh, rescinded it. So... <laughs> Yeah.
1: Good. Good for them. Yeah. They're like,
0: you're not like doing doctor shit. So you we want You cannot represent yeah. yourself as a
1: doctor, even though he still is.
0: <laughs> no, the weirdest one though is uh Dr. Oz is like oddly like a very, very good like heart surgeon. I was like, gonna
1: say, like, he's a real doctor, which is bizarre.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like he's like a world-renowned doctor on Wild. top of it, too. Like Wild. It gets me. Yeah.
1: I, I don't understand. But he's also like
0: a Bastard who sells like dumb shit progress products too. So, oh well.
1: I know it's crazy. Oh yeah. my goodness. All right. Well, we got a little derailed on that topic, but basically, Army Hammer is a monster. Doctor Luke and Scooter Braun are also monsters. That is our that's our takeaway. And the recording <laughs> industry is bullshit.
0: <laughs> it is.
1: Uh, are we ready to get into a little thirst corner?
0: Oh yeah, we are. Let's do oh, it. Yeah.
1: all right so i have a thirst for you today that i am so ready to discuss um last night me and andrew were scrolling through hbo max looking for something to watch we were like i'm kind of feeling a movie like what's the vibe let's see what's going on um and we scrolled through and we realized that the mummy from 1999 mm-hmm. is available on HBO Max. It was recently added. So first of all, PSA to everyone out there, it's available to stream. Um, that is the thirstiest movie. Oh <laughs> my god! I this has always been one of my favorite movies. Like I have loved this movie since I first saw it in 1999, um, and we were like. Honestly, I'd be super down to watch this movie right now. So we're like, okay, let's do it. So we start streaming it and we're like, I hope this like holds up. Like, I hope I'm not oh, remembering this movie as like way better than it actually is. No, shit fucking slaps. It is, oh, yeah. it has not aged a day. It is just as good as I remember, maybe better. Um, wow, what a movie. So a couple of key factors on why I love this movie. Um, first of all, storyline's fantastic. There were parts of the storyline that I didn't even remember. The, the initial setup of why the mummy's cursed and everything. Chef's kiss. Brilliant. Great storyline. And I'm like, wow, someone put some thought into this. So that's excellent. Um, it's a classic like adventure movie, kind of like Indiana Jones style. I was going to you know, say, that
0: it's, I think it's like one of the more successful where like, you could tell they took elements of Indiana Jones, but it's not like a ripoff. Like they kind of did their own like plot with it and out of their own like history and like kind of how like Indiana Jones borrows from like Catholicism or like Judeo-Christian like type stuff like this one like went full fledged into like mythology of like Egypt and stuff like that but it's like really cool like I think it's truly like one of the cooler like action movies that I wish they would have like just like continued on but like the sequels just didn't live up to the original as much
1: no the sequels are okay but they're not great um the the, the original is the best but yeah it it borrows a lot of kind of indiana jones-esque feel but it it's its own unique story it it doesn't just feel like a ripoff so love that um and then the cast is just fire the cast a-list and then just everyone in that is like the hottest they have ever been in their entire career. Like every person in that movie is attractive, like straight up. There's a meme about this that I sent you last night, but it's like, it literally says like, my sexual orientation is the cast of the mummy 1999. And it's just pictures of like the main characters <laughs> because it's so true. They are so attractive. So that's that's why this is my thirst corner for today. Um, so first up, we've got to talk about Brendan Fraser um key factor for why this movie is like the hottest movie of all time brendan fraser is in the mummy specifically is quite possibly the sexiest man alive and that's going up against like young harrison ford like he is perfection in this movie and he has a really sexy voice and this is literally something that andrew commented on yeah
0: no i agree on that that's a good notice i didn't really think too much on it but yeah yeah
1: sexy voice and andrew was even like wow you're right. Like this guy in this movie is really hot. Like, and I'm like, no, I know. Like he's an incredibly attractive man. Um, and he's got the sexy voice. He's tall. I looked up his height. He's like six, four. Um, mm. yeah, he is just mm, so right in this movie. So he's great. He also, his character's also like super just like swashbuckling, like adventurer. And he's like a little bit funny and sarcastic. He's like the perfect balance of like, funny and sarcastic but like just like action adventure star also and not like taking it to like a cheesy level it's just like the perfect balance so he's fantastic um and then of course we've got um I don't know who plays the the actual mummy but um he's looking good I mean, he's got the yeah. shaved head thing going on, which normally doesn't work for me, but like he makes it work. Like he's 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 got a really attractive face. Like he he's working. Okay, but for like sure. also
0: like the mummy's like girlfriend or wifey or <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, his is, like, like his like damn. secret lover.
1: Okay, she, she is damn
0: is sexy, so
1: hot. She's got like Ooh. gold body paint on and like yeah. nothing else. Like no. she, she like doesn't wear clothes. So sexy. Don't know what her name is in the movie, but God, she I don't, is-
0: don't even care. I just this just sexy lady that's all it is
1: honestly like hottest movie couple ever like they're so hot the two of them together you can see why they're like bound together in like eternity because of their love or whatever based on the storyline it's it's fantastic so you got her she's great um you've got the hot magi guy I don't know what his name is okay that's the I one apologize. I want to talk about next too I was
0: like oh yeah okay. like the kind of like Arabic dude with like the kind of yes. like doesn't he have like paint on his face too yes. like or something yes. yeah or like face
1: tattoos something right. like that I don't but know like he's
0: oddly attractive too I have no idea what his name he is or anything is, he's though. ever done I know yeah. nothing
1: about him but let me just look him up real quick yeah I don't know I don't think he's ever done like anything else not that I'm aware of but um he is so hot as well he's got like the long dark curly hair yeah. and stuff like he's looking great um and
0: Hold then on. of course
1: you've got rachel weiss yeah. who is like ultimate oh wifey Ooh. gorgeous like absolutely gorgeous she's still um, hot.
0: she's still hot now but mummy raquel weiss is like oh my god she
1: like gorgeous i know like she she does not age either like she, she like you said she still looks so good in real life also she's married to daniel craig in real life because of course she is <laughs> like beautiful couple <laughs> Jeez.
0: um
1: but yeah just like so such a stacked cast so sexy so thirsty and the movie the 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 sexual overtones in the movie are just absurd too. They're like off the charts. Like everyone is so thirsty in this movie and it adds to your thirst watching it. Like you can tell the chemistry is just fire between everyone. Like, like even characters that you don't think they should have any chemistry right. they do and you're just like, wow, like is, um, is O'Connell like attracted to like the mummy himself? Like, is there something there? I don't know, maybe like there could be. <laughs> They're just so, it's so great. It's a great movie. Um, I was thinking, you know, how we listed our top five movies. I think this is number six for me. Like if we went to a top 10, like this is up there for sure. Um. It, it's so good so I highly recommend a rewatch. if anyone hasn't seen this movie recently um it really holds up um if you've never seen this movie how dare you go stream it tonight it you won't be sorry um yeah it's just it's stunning and beautiful I don't know any like additional thoughts on the topic
0: no not really all I was gonna say too is like for bonus points uh, The Rock is in uh, Mummy 2 so um extra it, thirst it for like franchise sexier. yeah
1: yeah it just they just keep taking it up a notch like i can't
0: also what? the rock before he was like famous too like he like they did like a direct to dvd spinoff of like the scorpion king like before he was like the biggest movie star too so it's kind of funny
1: Dude, the Scorpion King spinoff is also on HBO Max, by the way. If oh, you're looking nice. for, like, a deep cut,
0: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> you, can, kinda like, you can watch it's, it. <laughs> it's kind of like shitty CGI, but, like, you know, like, okay. Like, like the Not mummy, like, holds up pretty good on CGI, like, the original one. But then, like, I don't know, like, after that, they, like, tried way too hard to, like... Do like the cgi where it looks like playstation 2 type graphics now like yeah
1: so i will say like the cgi for the, the mummy like it it holds up pretty well yeah. like i there's an opening sequence where it's like an ancient egypt um where they're setting up the storyline that kind of just it doesn't look bad it just looks like a video game it doesn't look like a movie it looks like a present day video game which i'm not saying is a bad thing like graphics are pretty good now but like that's what it looks like um but honestly like a lot of the when they're not trying to do like a full-on like full green screen effect um Mm -hmm. the little individual um cgi stuff that happens like really does hold up like when the the spirits are like flying around and like inhabiting people's bodies and stuff. Like all that holds up. Like it looks fine. So I'm just like, damn, this movie was ahead of its time on like every level. I can't believe it came out like what over twenty years ago. Yeah, insane, insane.
0: So no, yeah, that's great.
1: Um, so I just needed to talk about that. Um, I also think I have an extra thirsty place in my heart for this movie. Because it's one of those ones that was like a sexual awakening for me. Like it came out in 1999. I definitely saw this when it first came out. Why were my parents? Why did my parents let me watch this when it first came out? I'm my parents were pretty cautious about like letting me see movies too young and stuff. And this is one where I'm just like. Well, clearly like all caution, just like flew out the window. Cause I saw this when I, like when it first came out for sure, when I was like, what, nine years old, like, <laughs> okay. Okay. Parents, like this is pretty, uh, pretty raunchy, but <laughs> um, no, I definitely saw this movie and oh my God, like, yeah. Brendan Fraser in this movie was an awakening for sure. Still is, but I mean, damn so Uh, that's that's I think why it has like a special place in my heart um also going off on just like a little bit of a Brendan Fraser tangent here um he also was George of the Jungle if you remember that movie
0: that was a good movie actually
1: great movie it was on Disney Channel all the time I loved him in that movie too um, and that was another like real sexual awakening because he's basically running around naked in like a loincloth that entire movie. And it's a children's movie, but he's like cut, like he looks insane in that movie. And like, that was definitely another moment for me. If I was like, wow, like my pants feel funny. Like...
0: <laughs> no, uh, what's really good about Brendan Fraser is like, cause I feel like Raquel Weiss like has like had constant movie work and stuff, but like, he kind of like went through a period where he, like, he just wasn't doing shit. And then they did the like shitty Tom Cruise Mummy movie a couple years back, where they were yep. like trying to do like a whole monster. Honestly, like thing. don't even
1: speak to me about the Mummy, not nineteen ninety nine.
0: So, but the funny thing about that movie is like whenever that was coming out, the internet was just like wait, where's Brendan Fraser? Is he all right? Is he okay? Like, why is he not in this movie? Like, I'd rather it be Brendan Fraser. And it like, kind of like created this like weird career comeback where he started doing like TV more. Uh, He was in an FX show that was really good. Um, And then he was in an HBO Max superhero show where he did a voice for one of the characters. And now I think it's, um, is it like Darren Aronofsky or one of those like, kind of like cool directors. He's like playing like the 600 pound man, like starring role in a movie. Let me look it up. I
1: thought it was like Noah Bombbach. It is doing lower, it. Baby. I think, but wow. he is yeah. So I wanted to actually talk about him a little bit because he is he's interesting and it's actually
0: Ooh, it's uh, Darren Aronofsky. Oh okay. Yeah.
1: Maybe he's doing something else with Noah Bumbach. Anyway, um,
0: uh, that was um Kylo Ren um signed on doing Noah Baumbach They always work together though. Yeah, I think they're
1: I think they're buddies. Yeah, Adam Driver. Interesting, but yeah. So this brings up another thing I wanted to discuss with Brendan Fraser is that his Have you read and like done research on kind of like his career and like why it kind of failed? And it's actually really sad. Like the whole thing about how he was like basically like you know sexually abused or like assaulted by like his man in the industry, and it basically like derailed his career, and he like kind of just like went off the radar and like basically like left Hollywood for like years afterwards. And now, like you said, he's kind of having a comeback because people are like, where is he? Like, what's he doing and stuff? And like, it's great. Like, I'm glad he's like working in Hollywood again because I think he's fantastic, but it's um, it's it's sad. And it's another kind of side of like the Me Too movement that I feel like people don't talk about, but I'm glad he was open about it. Um, because this guy kind of just like blacklisted him, I guess. And like he, his career and just his own personal trauma of like not wanting to deal with it and just kind of running away. Um, it's really sad because I feel like he could have had such an amazing like A-list run for like years. I mean, The Mummy was a massive hit. Like yeah. he was like like top Hollywood hunk kind of thing. Like, I mean, I just feel like he could have had this crazy career for a while there in like, kind of like his peak, you know, like hot leading male years. And he just didn't. And it's really weird. I mean, if you look at like what he's most known for, like it is the mummy and like legit, like George of the jungle and a few other comedies and stuff, but like nothing big, like, and it's just sad because he's great.
0: No, he's really good. He just said too, that like, besides all that like he was just doing like action movie after action movie and it's just like he said like it is like really difficult on your body and so like after a while he was just like also ready to like take a break besides all that too so
1: yeah yeah it's true because I think for him I'm
0: making a comeback now
1: yeah yeah good for him and like I feel like I hope people aren't too hard on him because like a lot of the stuff like if you google him now online it's like oh Brendan Fraser then versus now and it's like all these side-by-side pictures of him like in like the mummy versus like now where he's like let's be honest I mean he's overweight and like but like he it's just like okay but it's like okay but it's like 20 years later like give him a break you know like of course he looks different like he's not like 30 and like cut like yeah of course not like so I I hope that people aren't too hard on him but i'm glad he's working again and i i I wish the best for him because he just seems like a good dude honestly so yeah so that's my weird brendan fraser you know tangent but the mummy being on hbo max got me thinking about all of this (laughs) so yeah
0: no that's good that is a very thirsty movie and yeah all those actors deserve the respect because it's good for them
1: yeah, yeah. And I, I really like that Rachel Weiss has had a strong career um, and is continuing to get work even though she's like old by like Hollywood standards, you know, but like she was in The Favourite recently, which is like huge hit. Um, great for her. She was great in that movie. And like, I'm glad that she is still finding work because I think she's a, a wonderful actress.
0: Well, I need dudes listening. I was doing like <laughs> research for the pod and- uh... <laughs> I didn't know that this movie existed but apparently there's a movie with Raquel Weiss and Rachel McAdams where they're lesbians and there's a love scene and my god it is steamy damn
1: (gasps) my god (laughs) (laughs) love that okay hot tip for everyone (laughs) everyone listening (laughs) oh man All right. Well, I guess that concludes Thirst Corner then. Um, So, just wrapping it up with some random chatter. um, This is something that came up that you wanted me to explain to you, Um, and you just said, "Explain the show of Euphoria to you." So,
0: like, (laughs) it's really odd because, like, I've heard like different things about the show, and I think to a certain degree, I would like it. It just seems like very like skewed female and like skewed like. Probably younger than me too. So, like, it seems like there's a weird barrier to entry, but like, I don't know, like, everyone on it seems cool. I'm like really attracted to Cindy Sweeney. Like, so, like, since we're like emerging from Thirst Corner, like, add Cindy Sweeney in there. Like, she's gorgeous. But yeah, just explain it to me because, like, I'm curious, but like, I feel like there's a barrier to it too. So,
1: yeah. So, I have. I have watched Euphoria. So just to give some background, there's one season. And then um, it's an HBO show, of course, there's one season. And then there's also been two standalone, like kind of single episode specials that have come out that are kind of like in between season things. And then season two is still coming. I think maybe it got delayed because of COVID or something. Um, but I know that it, it was renewed for a second season. So more is coming. Um, Yeah, so I just kind of watched the show on a whim because everyone was talking about how good it was when it first came out. So I was like, okay, I'm curious. Like, I'll check out an episode. Um, I also was like homesick from work or something, or I was like working from home and I was kind of out of it. I just like didn't feel well. So I started watching it which I will tell you it's kind of a trippy show so maybe don't watch it when you're like on like cold meds because um, I think I kind of was like whoa what's happening <laughs> um, but I watched the whole first season which is not very long I think it's like eight episodes or something but I watched it in like the course of like two days because I got so sucked in and I didn't think I would be into it when I first started watching it I was like this is kind of a weird show I don't really get it but I'll be honest like I still don't get it but I really enjoyed the season overall it's, it has a very weird feel to it. It's not like any other TV show I've seen. It's it, so it's basically revolves, the storyline revolves around this, this high school girl who's like in high school, like present day. So the story is all about these, like people who'd be considered like Gen Z. So not our generation, but like the next generation, basically it's all about them. And it's interesting insight into like, people that age, I would say, because I've gotten so used to seeing like, you know, like things that are focused on like people our age and like what's going on with them. Like I've been watching like millennial content forever. Like when we were in high school, we were watching other millennials in high school on TV. And like when we were in college, we were watching other millennials who were in college on TV and like stuff like that. And just like in the media in general. So it's interesting to see like present day like high schoolers, obviously it's a work of fiction, but like clearly it's based on like real life and like present day, like what's going on for high schoolers and stuff. So it centers around this, this main girl who's Zendaya is the main girl. Um, she's great. She's a wonderful actress. Um, and she is like a drug addict, but she's like 15 or 16 or some shit. Um, and she's like a drug addict and she has come back from like rehab basically. And it, it just kind of revolves around like her struggle with drugs and all of her kind of like fucked up friends and it's it's really interesting because I think it's a bit um I don't know I don't think it's super accurate because I'm like really like are all high schoolers just like on drugs and like doing all <laughs> kinds of crazy shit like this like I don't think so but it is very interesting. So it's all about their kind of like sexual adventures and just navigating high school, but like, they're all doing various drugs and going to these parties and stuff. And it's just, it's, it's odd, but it's very interesting. Um, And there's some crazy plot twists in it where you're kind of like, oh shit, because like, They live in kind of like a small suburb sort of thing. So kind of, it's one of those things where kind of like everyone knows everyone's business and everyone's connected. And there's some interesting connections that happen and stuff. Um, But if you're interested, I would recommend watching it. I felt also like I was kind of like out of my element watching it because I was like, this is about like high school kids now. Like, I don't really know what I'm getting into, Um, but I thought it was very interesting. It's very well done. The the soundtrack is really good. The music is really interesting and it really adds to the whole just kind of like feel of the show. I feel like this show would not be nearly as good if it didn't have this just like really fascinating soundtrack with it um and then the show is kind of trippy so be aware there are parts that are kind of bizarre because um it's like parts where like she's on drugs so (laughs) so it's kind of trippy and you're kind of like what's happening um but it's interesting it it is i would say worth watching and sydney sweeney is like so attractive like she's gorgeous i yeah
0: like she looks like 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 an
1: angel like she doesn't look real
0: no she really doesn't it's crazy so yeah that was like intriguing to me like to start off with and since day has always been cool i like during like the spider-man movies so yeah
1: she's a great actress yeah all right
0: so cool and i have to give this a shot then
1: there's also um a girl the name barbie Ferreira, i think is her name um who's in mm. it she's the kind of like um like the curvier one she kind of has like short dark hair um she's in it as well she's really cool her character's fun um yeah it it's worth watching i'd say so check it out let me know what you think yeah. i still need to watch the two standalone specials i have not watched those yet those came out in like the past you few weeks i want to say so
0: failing the pod what the
1: i know i'm so sorry i'll i'll watch them and report back i i just haven't gotten around to it because you know i only watch criminal minds these days um but yeah
0: well, <laughs> after the mummy <laughs>
1: and the mummy now well so we started the mummy because we finished criminal minds (laughs) like like full on like finished watch the series finale and i was like what do we do with our lives and then we found the mummy and i'm like this is perfect for filling the void (laughs) filling multiple voids if you know what i'm saying (laughs) oh yeah Uh, all right well i think that about wraps it up anything else
0: i don't think so final uh, final
1: check-in did we get a response from her yet
0: oh yeah let's look i don't think we did yeah so she read it over an hour ago so not looking good on getting a response
1: not great (laughs) all right
0: (laughs) i don't know like that was a sexy picture too so i'm slightly offended more from the picture and less from like the like actual like contents of the relationship port but yeah
1: Well, can't win them all, I suppose.
0: <laughs> I can't. No big deal. I got, like, others and stuff like that. and One, like, kind of good one. So, nice. yeah, no nice. big deal.
1: Awesome. That's going to be, like, your actual wifey someday. And you are going to look back on the pod and be like, you know, I've got one, like, kind of good one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, like... I don't know every time I like go into detail like it always seems to, like fail later so like I, anymore I'm just like oh hey, well, like one looks pretty good that way I'm not yeah. like over like dramatizing and like then whenever like I do talk like game that doesn't happen <laughs>
1: okay That's, no we'll we'll keep it vague for now <laughs> yeah all right well on that note peace and blessings
0: peace and blessings y'all bye